beautiful people and welcome to this podcast. I am Patrice. I started this podcast as a part of my journey to help us discover our worth and own our worth. So many of us are caught up in what life has done to us that we forget what we can do for life. So welcome to Your Worth It. This podcast will create a space for people to tell their story because our story is where our strength is. Our story is where our healing is. Our story is where we discover who we are and what we're made of. We are shaping our story, but it starts with us owning our worth. Remember, you are worth it. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of You're Worth It. This show was designed to help us tap into the essence of who we are and own the worthiness of who we are. Today's episode is going to take us on a journey to discover the importance of creating a worthiness state of mind within ourselves, right? It's so many of us that allow people and issues to dictate how we live our everyday life or control how our minds think because of situations we allow to take place in our life. I cannot wait to get into today's episode titled Boundaries and balance. Man, the minute I say the words boundary or the word boundary, I instantly began to think about all the times I feel unbalanced. It's probably because I learned, I didn't learn how to set healthy boundaries that created balance in my life, right? So I have been in so many situations where people have put me in a position that made me feel out of control because I kept saying yes to people because I didn't have a boundary on my time or my space. If I'm always saying yes to people when they ask me for help, how do they know they can't always ask me for help, right? I never put a boundary on it. Or if I always act like I don't need a break, even though I actually need a break, how do people know that I need a break? Because I never put a boundary on my own break. One of the biggest lessons I learned in life, Brittany, is how to train people how to treat you. Absolutely. Ooh, I know it sounds crazy. I do. I know it sounds crazy. But people or the people in your life should know you. Mm-hmm. And that starts with you training them how to get to know certain things about you. And that starts with boundaries. But I will say this. I had to train myself first because we have to learn how to own our own boundaries first. We can't set boundaries if we don't know what our own boundaries are. What are your boundaries? So let me give you an example. If I allow friends to always bring their drama to me and I try to fix it, even though I hate drama and all aspects of drama, why would they stop coming to me with their drama? I had to start training my family and friends not to come to me with all their drama. Don't involve me in any drama and don't come to me with all that negative energy because I have a boundary on my drama and my negativity. Yes, I lost some friends, but I gained balance in my life. I promise you. I'm going to go here. I also had to learn how to put boundaries on the men in my life. I don't know if I should touch on it, but I think I am. I'm going to say this, ladies, friends with benefits don't equal boundary. (laughs) Either he's a friend or he is a benefit. But you have to choose one. 
So which one is it going to be? But he needs to know because if you need neither one of y'all know what the boundary is on the friendship or the benefit, you all are going to go too far and you're going to go far enough where you can't come back. So you need to put that boundary on something. And while we're on the subject of me and I'm going to keep keep on this for a second. Men don't always know the difference of you saying, oh, we're just dating. You're just a friend. I'm not interested. This is what I'm interested in unless you set the boundary first. But again, you have to learn your own boundary to realize you have a boundary and why that boundary is so important. He doesn't know that it's just a date. If after the date you invite him in, light some candles, turn some music on, and all of a sudden you're hot and some articles of clothing start coming off. Okay, so he's going to go as far as he can because he don't see a line. You never set that line. So obviously I'm talking to some single ladies out here. And Brittany, I'm going to get back on track. I promise you I am. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I went off for a second. That's why I have a guest today that will break down boundaries for us. And I cannot wait to get into the discussion with her. So please welcome our guest for today, my friend, Brittany Sadiq. Brittany, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Patrice, for having me. It's such an honor and a pleasure. And I'm so excited to talk about boundaries and balance. And, you know, it's always evolving. We're yes. always examining our boundaries and determining how we can change them, you know, potentially how we have to sometimes reinforce them. So really excited for what all we're going to um, unpack today. Well, I am too. Well, let me tell you guys about Brittany. Brittany is, first of all, she's my friend. And I remember when I first met her, she has so much positive energy and she had this great spirit about her. I knew she and I would start doing some great things together because she absolutely loves community, making a difference in her community. And she is a woman of impact, y'all. I'm telling you guys, we are going to get some amazing advice from her today. And I cannot wait. She was someone that I was drawn to because she has this desire to implement change in growth especially in women. I know that she and I are going to do some great work together that focuses on building a strong community of women. And I cannot wait for us to do some future things together. So again, welcome my friend, Brittany Sadiq. She is going to tell us a little bit more about her, but I love this little Southern Belle sitting in front of me. <laughs> that is from I want to say Chester, yep. Chester, South Carolina, y'all. So she is a true Southern belle. She is a wife. She is a friend. She is a daughter. She is just all around a good person. So I hope you guys enjoy her as much as I do today. So Brittany, once again, welcome to the show. Awesome. Thank you so much. So I just want to kind of jump in and thank you, Patrice, for having me, welcoming me. And yes, I am a Southern Belle. So you guys will have to listen closely. Words <laughs> will be slurred and we will say ain't and gonna and that's going to be OK. And, you know, traditionally we may have some sweet tea. OK. Um, so I am a native South Carolinian, grew up in a very rural, small town. Um, so, you know, we're filming this in Atlanta, Georgia, or greater Atlanta, I would say. So, you know, to put you in mind where I'm from is probably somewhere more like central Georgia, okay. um, where everyone knows everyone, um, you know, very, very friendly. And um, I had an opportunity to move to Atlanta, matriculated through Spelman um, with a psychology degree. Okay. And so really, really um, excited about being here, been working in the nonprofit sector for over a decade now. Mm. Um, but that's all of the 
personal, I would say the professional side of me. Let's more so talk about, you know, my journey and my arrival to being here. Absolutely. As Patrice said, you know, I'm a new wife coming up on two years in March. Congratulations. Thank you. And it's been a journey, you know, to get to this point and having boundaries and balance um, was so important to get here. Mm -hmm. I grew up with just my mother, just my sister in our household, my grandmother provided a lot of the rendering as my mom was a professional um, woman and still is. Mm-hmm. And, you know, having an absent parent, mm-hmm. whether that's a mother or whether that's a father, in my case, is really important to definitely take a step back and to be able to examine how that influences your life, okay. how that has impacted you. And then moreover, for me, I realized that, you know, Whereas I had uncles and different um, men as positive role models in my life that I didn't have that example. Mm. I didn't know how love looked. I didn't grow up seeing how it could be modeled. So naturally, I didn't have a successful marriage to emulate. I still really don't, you know, in terms of uh, my more immediate family, definitely with extended family. Yes, but immediate family. No. And so. Uh, beginning to really understand my self-worth. Okay. Okay. Uh, because that's what really undergirds boundaries for me is respect and self-worth and really knowing who I am, whose I am, um, determining my value. It was important to create boundaries. Right. It was very important to be able to say, hey, no, I'm not going to tolerate that, you know, and here's why. Or, hey, I, on the flip side of that, I demand to be treated like this. This is how you speak to me. This is how you interact with me. And, you know, for me, when I began to examine self-worth and put boundaries in place, you know, it was definitely around more of a personal effect, you know, romantic relationships Mm -hmm. naturally, but they have evolved into, you know, relationship with friends and family members. And even at work, as you know, we talked a little bit about in your introduction, how do we, you know, we're always saying yes to the projects at work and we're not creating a healthy work-life balance. So it's so important in all aspects of life for us to, you know, really be able to communicate, you know, how we want to be treated. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I love that. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you <laughs> for that. So you said so many different amazing points just now that we can just start this conversation with. Mm-hmm. And thank you for sharing part of your story with us as well. Mm-hmm. So we know that boundaries are limits that we set within our relationships, mm-hmm. as you stated. Right. It tells people what's OK and what's not OK with us. And sometimes we don't clearly define our boundaries in different relationships or mm-hmm. areas of our life because we don't know our own boundar- mm-hmm. boundaries. It's, it's something that I touched on a little bit, you know, when we opened up the episode was do we understand what our own boundaries mm-hmm. are? So how do we take the time to learn our own boundaries first before we even get to that point? And we're going to get into that in, in a second. But how do we? start understanding what our own boundaries are. Absolutely. I think, you know, it undergirds self-respect. Okay. You know, it undergirds your self-respect, but then also the respect that you will command of others. And notice that I said command and not demand because those are not the same thing. Nice. When you command respect, that's an aura about you. That's something that people want to genuinely give to you versus you demanding someone to respect you. Um, and that's not the same thing. And so we have to really take a stock or inventory and look at ourselves and say first, you know, for some people, it'll be easy. 
They grew up with a mom and dad and a very loving family and things was modeled for them. So they could say, you know, 100% how dad treated mom. I know that's important for me. I know that I want to have that, okay. you know, going forward. Mm-hmm. For some of us, naturally, when we, like I said, if we grew up with an absent parent, maybe we were raised with our grandmothers or, you know, just different situations that we may have experienced, we may not have a model. So then we have to begin to learn through trial and error, unfortunately. And that's, you know, life is one of our best teachers. Right. Uh, we learn through trial and error to say, wait a minute, when I was in this particular situation, I didn't like the way that made me feel. Mm. So going forward, you know, here's what I like a little better, you know, or on, like I said, on the flip side of that, when I went through XYZ situation, I did enjoy how, you know, that made me feel. So, you know, an example, if... And I'm old school. I am a Southern belle. We have said that. So we're (laughs) going to get on some Southern things and y'all going to say, Lord, this lady, you know, sounds like she's coming from 1940. And that's okay. (laughs) Because I shared in the beginning. That's right. I spent a lot of time with my grandmother who um, was born in 1933. Okay. (laughs) Also a Southern belle. So, you know, it's really sometimes simple things, but it's also complex for me. It's I don't walk on the outside of the sidewalk. I do not, you know, pump my own gas, nor do I take trash out. You know, it's not that I physically cannot do those things, but I'm a married woman. I have a man in my life and it's important for me to be a woman. And I'd like for him to be able to do those things. So I communicate those things are important for me. And when he does those things, I provide positive reinforcement in terms of thank you or a kiss. So I appreciate that. And so, you know, we'll get more into how do we you know, reinforce those um, boundaries. And sometimes it is just saying thank you to let people know you treated me how I feel that I deserve to be treated. So let me thank you. Let me express gratitude so that a person will do that again. Mm -hmm. And then on the other side of it is when things are not naturally maybe happening and that you want to happen or you feel that you deserve. um, And now you need to have a conversation to say, wait a minute, you know, Um, I don't like the way you spoke to me, you know, in that regard, Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, Hey, when we're having a conversation, you know, I like for you to be able to express your thoughts. I'm going to express my thoughts, whether we agree or disagree, we're going to both take turns and, um, you know, we're going to speak in a healthy tone. Nice. That's important for me. Yes. You know, um, and being able to just effectively communicate it out, you know, not with yelling, not with, you know, screaming, not with name calling, but be able to say, you know, when you speak to me, you need to speak to me in this manner, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and sometimes you don't even have to provide an explanation. I don't need to explain (laughs) why you need to speak to me in this manner. Right. It's just, this is how you're going to speak to me. That's right. That's Mm -hmm. right. I absolutely love that. You said some really, really great points just then. And I love how you said sometimes you have to command it or you have to demand Mm -hmm. it, but you need to know Mm -hmm. the difference. Mm -hmm. You know, commanding things is starts with you knowing who you are Mm -hmm. and what you do and what you don't like. Mm -hmm. So I love how you broke that down and which leads me further into the discussion that You just touched on a little Mm -hmm. bit. And I love how you were saying that, you know, it's certain ways that you can communicate Mm -hmm. how people need to know your boundaries. But we also know that communicating your boundaries can be a little tricky for people. Mm -hmm. Right. So we can say it in the wrong way. We can say it in the right way. We can say it in a way that hurt someone's feelings. So how do you start when when you start realizing, Okay, I have boundaries around, like you said earlier, 
projects at work or, mm-hmm. you know, my time at work mm-hmm. or with my children mm-hmm. or with my spouse or with my friends. Mm-hmm. Once we start coming into our own to Absolutely. understand that, OK, I have a boundary around certain things. How do we effectively or correctly communicate that to people without hurting their feelings? And I love how you said, you know, you can say thank you or you can just say certain things that, okay, well, I'm not going to accept that. But once you start putting boundaries, like, for instance, I'll give you an example. When I had to start telling, you know, some of my friends, I, I, in, my, in my 20s, I dealt with a whole lot of drama, like mm-hmm. a lot of people did, right? We all do. So when <laughs> I had to start putting boundaries on, I'm not going to be involved with all of that drama. I think I did it incorrectly. You know, because it was and I lost friends because of that, because, Mm -hmm. you know, of the way that I communicated it across to people. So how do you effectively communicate your boundaries? Yeah. And I think, you know, we'll you know, that's probably another guest speaker about healthy communication, which is something I'm also very passionate about. Mm -hmm. Um, And and because that is really at the nexus of a healthy relationship okay. is healthy communication. But I think it can be a lot of different ways. And so, you know, it will depend on the situation and the person. And sometimes it depends on how I feel, how I would communicate a boundary. It could be things like you demonstrate, you know. So, mm-hmm. you know, if when I first started dating my husband, it probably was a time or two where he didn't walk on the outside of the sidewalk. So I gently reserve my place on the inside. Okay. Okay. And I'm hoping you're taking note, right? right? Because at that point we're dating and see, I want to be with a man that's observing I like and that. taking note. Yes. Okay. Okay. So if I, I should be able to move on the inside and you take note and you know, and I shouldn't even have to say anything, right. Mm-hmm. Going forward, you know, you should be able to go ahead and implement that because I've already physically shown you a boundary. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Other times, you know, with work, sometimes, and and maybe my coworkers may listen to this, or maybe even my bosses, I don't answer the phone. Okay. You know, I'm going to tell the truth. (laughs) Don't fire me, guys. (laughs) Because I won't. It's like, now we know Brittany's not answering the phone. I don't answer the phone. Okay, so they need to take note. They need to take note. So, like, I'm a huge, uh, look, sometimes you have to demonstrate. Right. Because we can use words all day, and a lot of people really are action-oriented. Right. Right. And so I won't answer the phone. And so it has gotten to a place now where my managers a lot of times will text me and say, hey, do you have a few minutes to connect? If it's after, you know, five or six, they know I'm probably making dinner or or doing something like that. They'll say, hey, you have a few minutes to connect about an idea. And I'll say, yeah, you know, absolutely. I can make myself available. But that came from me not answering Mm -hmm. because if you answer the phone at, you know, these are for the traditional nine to five ish, you know, um, employees. If you're answering the phone at six, seven, eight, nine, 10 o'clock, they think they can call you at that time all the time. That's right. And unless you really signed up to be a doctor or something where you're on call with a pager, where Mm -hmm. that is that expectation to answer a page, you don't have to really answer your phone. You have to then send a person to voicemail, even if you're laying on the couch and you're not doing anything, you are available to speak, but send them to the voicemail. Okay. And that communicates, you can't just call me impromptu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Text me and determine if I'm available. Okay. And then let me to, then let me respond if I'm available. Okay. okay. And so I think a lot of times I do demonstrations. Mm-hmm. But then other times you just have to say it outright. You just have to tell people, you know, this is a boundary for me. You know, this is a boundary for me. 
going forward, here's what I like. And I think that's important, the after part. Okay. Because we can say, you know, this is a boundary, but it may not be a boundary for another person. We all have different human experiences, so they may not understand. But you have to, like you said, Patrice, earlier in the introduction of the show, you have to to tell a person how to treat you Mm -hmm. or you show a person how to treat Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So I'm a big component of if I tell you and I show you how to treat me and then you decide otherwise, then we're going to go to a respect thing. That's right. Now I'm wondering, do you respect me now? And once I have determined based on, you know, a few instances, you know, you give people grace, you don't respect me. Mm. So now we really get to the foundation for what boundaries are for me. It's a way for me to have respect. Mm -hmm. You know, I need, you know, to honor my self-respect for myself. I need to have boundaries. Mm -hmm. But then also it determines if people respect me. Mm. Because if you can't even honor a boundary that I have communicated, I have demonstrated, then you you don't respect me. And I'm not really sure of the type of relationship we can have. Wow. Those were so many, <laughs> so many great nuggets that you just dropped on <laughs> us right now. I'm just going to sit here and tell you, like, I am understanding this boundary thing more and more in this you know, season of my life. Mm -hmm. And I started learning it in earlier seasons, but I didn't really implement it the Mm -hmm. way that I should. And, you know, one of the things that I I absolutely love that you said was that you have to demonstrate to Mm -hmm. people. Sometimes you can do silent communication Mm -hmm. and that person should be able to take note of what you're doing. So that silent communication is very important, but that starts with you knowing yourself too, Mm -hmm. right? So you don't always have to be this aggressive person, but you can just silent silently, you know, demonstrate things to people so that they will say, okay, let me take note of, Mm -hmm. okay, I know why she's not answering the phone. So let me take note and Mm -hmm. get it. I can't bother her Mm -hmm. at that time. And then I love how you said that, you know, it's a respect level, but it's, you started with yourself first. Mm -hmm. Like, I love how you said that you start with the respect for yourself. So if you start with your, the respect for yourself, then you start to realize that others are not respecting you also. So, you know, I, I am one of those people that are big on, one teaching people how to treat you, but you have to know how you want to be treated first. And that just starts with you knowing yourself. So thank you for that. I love all of those answers. So I do have another question for you. You know, we talk a lot about boundaries and I know you touched on some of the boundary relationships that you have placed in your life. So can you give us an example of how setting boundaries have changed relationships in your life, whether it was good or bad? Can you get just kind of share some of that with us? Oh, absolutely. So, you know, when I was in high school, I had I was probably part of a clique, not a negative one. You know, we weren't tearing the school up or anything. But I hung with eight girls, mm-hmm. two more Britneys, mm-hmm. you know, at that particular was three Britneys in the crew. So I've always been centered around a lot of um, women. I went on to Spelman, made a lot of friends there. And so at this age, I would say 50 mm, percent of them are more associates. Okay. Where we could see each other, we run into each other, we would have a good time, we would kiki, as I like to say it. We would probably ch- we check in on each other periodically, but mm-hmm. definitely not that same level. Um, and so going back to what you're saying, when you recognize like, okay, this person always calling me about mess. Mm-hmm. Now I have talked you through this situation backward and forward. And maybe at some point in the 20s, we were doing the same thing. Right. You know? Right. We were, you know, chasing 
chasing men, mm-hmm. knocking on folks' door. Mm-hmm. We were in the clubs together. Right. We was doing all the same things. You know, I was the friend. If you want to figure out how to catch your man in something, call me. Right. Okay. And so I got the, <laughs> I got, got the whole spy kit. Listen, I will run the background check. Okay. <laughs> so I will figure and still will, but don't call me now though. Um, but so I was that friend. So naturally, because I was that person, you know, I've always been, I guess, maybe more curious. Okay. So you can imagine the amount of drama that mm-hmm. was coming in my mm-hmm. way because everyone want me to investigate this and look at this and what do you think about that right. and I'm like lord have mercy and so nowadays most of the time no one's even calling me about any drama nice. you know and so yes yeah, so that's a shedding process I went through um and I think th- some of it is outgrowing people also so you okay. outgrow people and then I think you also outgrow situations and mm-hmm. we all have to do that we have to grow up a little bit um and then also just you know my husband and I dated. We knew each other from 2015. We got engaged in 2019, and we've been married since 2020. Mm-hmm. And so we lived together. And I know people are saying, that's not a Southern Belle living with a man before she married. But I'm still Southern Belle, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, I, and we did, in the old folks' language, shack up. Okay. And so it was important. So this is an, is an example of putting in a boundary and getting what you want, okay. right? And so we were living together for about a year and a half had dated maybe two years prior to that. So I knew for me, I wanted to marry. That was important for me. And, um, and, you know, I knew we knew each other well enough. We, you know, we've seen, you know, how we handle money and bills and travel and just family and different dynamics. So I'm like, okay, I'm wondering, when is this thing happening? Mm -hmm. You know, so let me sit down and have a conversation and, you know, try to ask where are we, where are we going? Right. Where are we headed in terms of the trajectory of this relationship? Because I want to marry. You know, it's important for me. And my my joking with all my good girlfriends, they know I would say I'm not going to give a man the best years of my life. All of my 20s when my body is tight, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. I got to be out here on the scene. If you don't want (laughs) to be my husband, then I got to find them. Okay. Or he should or he needs to find me. That's right. Um, And so, you know, I sat down with my now husband and we had a conversation just about where we're headed. And I let him know, you know, like, look, I want to marry. Not Mm -hmm. in terms of an ultimatum. I don't believe in those ladies. Um, It's women who have done those and it did lead to a ring. Um, I always say if I have to put you in a situation to choose me. Don't choose me. I know that's right. Okay. That's mm-hmm. a boundary. Yes. I if know you're wondering right. about choosing me, do not choose me. That's right. But I wanted to have a conversation and communicate that I feel we have enough where we could be moving forward. And just me having that conversation and just, you know, us talking things through, it led to an engagement. It led to us now marrying. You know, Mm -hmm. and I think naturally things probably would have progressed a little slower. Mm -hmm. Knowing my husband, he's all in his head, very methodical, logical, you know, want to add everything up and subtract it down. So, you know, if I would not have set him down and communicated, this is a boundary for me. That's right. I'm not going to keep living with you. I'm not going to continue on this much longer because here's what I'm expecting. Here's what I'm worth. Like I said, not an ultimatum. You give it to, you know, you propose to me for 90 days or until 120 days. Or I'm out of here. I don't, like I, said, I don't believe in that because most of the time we're not ready to be out of there. So there's no point even going down that road. But everything is about me. Here's what I'm worth. Here's what I'm expecting. And you're giving a person the opportunity to opt in or out. That's right. <laughs> you can opt out and we're going to roll on or you're going to opt in. Opt in. 
but here's my boundary. Mm-hmm. Here's what I'm communicating is important to me. And here's what I'm expecting. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, you know, you're in a good situation with that person where they're going to go ahead and understand that, you yes. know, and when they don't, well, you know, that's self-explanatory. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Those were that was a really good answer. I'm telling you. And I love how you you brought home the point that it's just certain times that you outgrow situations, Mm -hmm. you outgrow certain relationships, you outgrow yourself. Mm -hmm. So you know that you've reached another level. So, you know, you have to put boundaries on the next season Mm -hmm. or the next chapter of your life. So I have one last question for you, Brittany. You know, this entire show is about you're worth it, right? Mm-hmm. Understanding your worth. Do you feel like boundaries help you understand your self-worth? Oh, absolutely. Without boundaries, Patrice, I would be lost. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I would be in terms of my self-worth, mm-hmm. right? Um, because the boundary communicates the worth, mm-hmm. right? You know, we can say we deserve a man to do this, that, you know, we deserve our coworkers to also do this and that and a third, But once again, we go back to we're all raised differently. So a person may not willingly give you that or treat you that way. But then you go along, you know, you go along to get along. okay? and that's demonstrating to them that she's fine with it. Mm. What I've been doing, how I've been doing it, she's okay with that. Mm -hmm. So how do you then have that self-worth if you're not willing to once again, put that boundary in place and then to slightly check a person or demonstrate or outright say, this is important for me. How do you then continue to have that self-worth? That's right. You know, so it's like we can have value, you know, in our minds, right? We could, we all have some form of value, right? Mm-hmm. But value uniquely even because, um, you know, I like nice things. It's what you're going to pay for something. That's right. Okay. So it's not what you think. What is someone willing to pay for? That's what's right. (laughs) And that's not ladies. That ain't the same. That ain't the same. That's that's nowhere near the same. Okay. So are we willing to pay $8,000 for a handbag or will we pay $35 for a handbag and everything? And I always think, and my best friend, I have a guy that's a best friend who also loves designer things. And we often talk about why these brands cost what they cost. Mm -hmm. Right. And the perception of it, the exclusivity of it, you know, right. and all that goes into what makes, you know, Hermes a $15,000 bag, mm-hmm. you know, or a $25,000 bag. And so you can have a worth, but is someone willing to honor that? Honor it. Oof, and that's, that's where the boundaries is. You're making a person honor your worth. Same way, if a price tag is on a bag, you're going to pay that. Because that's what they have decided. That is good. It was worth. That's right. So your boundary is you deciding and putting a price tag on your self-worth and making a person rise to that level and pay for it. You better say it, girl. I'm telling you, that was so good. Y'all, Brittany Sadiq. Well, thank you so much for all of the knowledge that you shared with us today. Brittany, this was such a great show. And it was just so many takeaways from everything that you just said. You know, understand it and being able to have people honor 
your worth is so important. And you can go on to get along or you can understand, you know, how you want people to view you in Mm -hmm. life and respect you Mm -hmm. in this life. And I absolutely love how you said you have to demonstrate your boundaries to people and demonstrate it in a way that they take note. Mm -hmm. Right. And then I also love how you said and it and, and ladies, I hope you guys and men take this and run with it. When you begin to respect yourself, mm-hmm. you put a respect on who you are and people understand that there's a boundary in place for you. So they, they automatically begin to understand what they can and cannot do in your life right Absolutely. now. It doesn't matter, you know, if you're switching seasons, they better know you enough to know that you're switching seasons, mm-hmm. that you're growing into a different part of yourself. So you put that respect on yourself first and people will follow it. I promise you, you guys need to understand everything that Brittany said today. Take heed to it. Walk away with it because she said some things today that helped me understand what my own boundaries should be going into the next season of my life because I'm always trying to grow into the better version of Patrice. And so there are some things that I need to demonstrate to people Now in this season in my life, starting with men, so y'all better watch out (laughs) on how I want my respect to look look going forward. So Mm -hmm. thank you again, Brittany. We're gonna give her a hand. Woohoo! Thank you, thank you. It was a pleasure. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, that concludes our episode for today, guys. I look forward to your comments and your questions as usual. I hope that you guys shared this experience and got so much out of it just as much as I did. I look forward to you guys joining the Facebook group. I am still new to social media, but I'm getting there. We are actually going to have interactive discussions every Tuesday. So I hope you guys are tuning in on Tuesdays. And then we're also going to have this amazing amazing episode coming up at the end of this year. And it's going to be some powerful women that's going to talk about helping us set visions and goals for 2022 and what that really looks like from different angles. So I hope you guys tune in. We enjoyed this show. We love you and we are out. Bye guys. Bye.